You're listening to the Slow Ride podcast. Likes, advice, and rumors straight from the source. The Slow Ride Podcast. And on Twitter at the Slow Ride Pod. Enjoy the ride. Hello and welcome to the hundred and nine. Oh, sorry, two hundred ninety-first episode of the Slow Ride Podcast. This is Tim in Orlando, Florida. Hey, this is Matt in Minneapolis, Minnesota. And this is Spencer in Boston, Massachusetts, specifically on the trainer right now in front of my trophy no. case. You guys, um, I don't know if you can see <laughs> this in the video behind me. I've got uh, my Durand. Uh, 2004 uh wisconsin road race uh fifth place trophy i think that is uh if i can read it i can definitely uh, see it over your shoulder Um, uh it's almost like bmx trophy in size i i don't know what's happened in usa cycling lately we've we've gotten away from bmx trophy size like multiple tiers can you Um, see uh just over my right shoulder the gold medal i have for minnesota state masters track champion (laughs) For the Omnium, that uh, there were two competitors. (laughs) (laughs) See, I I mistook that for your your gold for the individual pursuit against me. Yeah. (laughs) The only other competitor. That was another one that I had. I was going to get to that. I'm glad you brought it up. Um, Very impressive um, flex that you've got going on there, Spencer. Yeah. Bringing out these trophies. I have never seen them before, and I look at you every... (laughs) <laughs> Once a week, every Sunday night in the yeah. same room. Yeah. Um, well, new, I've, new I've, interior decorator. I've rearranged things a little bit. I've been inspired uh, by my Instagram feed lately, you guys. Um, I don't know if you've noticed this trend. I don't know what's going on, but uh, a lot of pros seem to be uh, training at home lately. Um, and they're all posting videos. And uh, the strongest flexes are the ones who have clearly clearly set themselves up right in front of the trophy case and oh, yeah. uh it's, there are some amazing amazing shots out so, there you guys so mm. let's do the the top i guess three that we've come well I, and there might be four that i've that okay. i'll say that that come to mind um i will go honorable mention first um okay. uh bruni with the uh mm-hmm. uh the spin class instagram slash on twitch i think he's doing like basically you can just Go to um, you know, the best downhiller in the world's Instagram page and just spin with him, like kind of like a Peloton video. Yeah, it's a, it's a pretty nice. it's a pretty good move. Not not exactly in the full trophy case, but definitely a flex going on of like, all right, this dude's yeah. a real deal, even though he's a downhiller. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, super. Uh, I don't know. I don't know where in the ranking. I don't think we're doing any sort of order here. But I want to. Uh, I want to give a big shout out to uh lucinda brand who is very on brand with her instagram oh, this story is definitely silver medal territory what she's what she's pulling off she's uh, on the it podium. could arguably gold you know um yeah. she's for creative for, for creative you know work she, yeah she's doing her core workout with the giant podium Quermont beer um in hand 
not only that, but the subtleties of this one. This is art, you guys, because she's got the world championship jersey that she can no longer wear hanging up yeah. just right next to her uh, in, in frame with on a hanger with the metal around it and everything. Like, I don't think that thing lives there. I think that was put there specifically for the video, you guys. <laughs> no, and, and that's what that I was a very good for. tweet, Spencer, about how on brand this was. So if you, if you want to see this one, we will um, retweet this just now. It's a Sunday evening at the Slow Ride Podcast headquarters. Just head over to our Twitter account at the Slow Ride Pod. Little guy, that that's the silver medal. Now you've got yeah. what we've determined would be kind of the bronze medal movement going on right now by our man Gessink. Yeah, Gessink, he he doesn't opt for the room. He opts for out on his patio, but he has sort of a the, an infinity pool-esque uh, porch off his house <laughs> overlooking like mountain slopes in Andorra. And oh, so he's got his trainer at the very tip of this, and it is the most Peloton ad thing I've ever seen, but I think he can pull it off because he's, you know, a top 10 GC uh, Grand Tour finisher, so... It's the one time that, like, it's legit. What's amazing about this little guy um, is that he's got an entire deck that he can put his bike on. Way out on the end. And he's way way out out at the end end in the corner. It's a huge deck. It's it's a huge deck. But if you notice, he's, like, able to hang, like, his towel or whatever else he needs off the railing. Now, if it falls... You know, it could fall onto just someone walking on the street below in Andorra. He's got a great yeah, view of the of the mountain slope with still a little bit of snow on it and the mm-hmm. like almost nice. ghost town esque feel. So guessing definitely a strong competitor. I would put him yeah. on the, the the podium, the third place yeah, he's, podium. He's there. I think only because if you go farther in his Instagram feed, he's riding his T T bike on like a treadmill. Yeah. So I, I think that like helps him out. That's just weird. I just so I like it. Um, yep. Now, Spencer, I as much as the brand one is top notch, uh-huh. um, definitely for creativity, uh-huh. the push ups, like everything about that is so good. Yes, um, the placement of the world championship jersey almost over the top. However, yep. <laughs> it is not the top step. Yeah, we had a a clear and away winner in this uh, in this competition for sure, and. Uh, this gentleman set up his trainer in the trophy room, prominently displaying not only his Torino Adri- Adriatico Trident. He's got two of his, them. You can, you his, can see two of them in there. But they're, they're, his Tour de France <laughs> trophy, his Vuelta trophy, and his <laughs> Giro trophy. And of course, we're talking about Vincenzo Nibali. There's, there's trophies in here that I don't even know what they are, oh, right? Yeah. That you're like, is that a Vuelta trophy on the bottom right? Like, like he... Yeah. He prioritizes the trophies in his trophy case. It's casual. I think that's what what really brings it out. It's sort of just like, oh, oh, these? Yeah, you know, I had to put them up. Yeah, yeah. And it's, you know, like I want to think that he staged this for Instagram, but I I don't think that's the case. I think he may have put the trainer there for this, but that Vuelta trophy down in the corner off to the side, like <laughs> so collecting dust... That kind of tells me that this this is how this is all the time. And he just, you know, set it up, took a quick pick and was off doing his other so, things, you know. So part of me was thinking that he, you know, there was like a team meeting. Like uh, the, the folks at Trek, Sega Fredo Racing, they got to, hey guys, we need some content. Tom's can only do so much about potatoes and Twitter <laughs> <Yeah>. takeover. <laughs> we love Tom's, but we need the big guns. We need everyone to yeah. do some social media outreach. And mm-hmm. Nibali, can you just, 
can you just get on your trainer real quick and just give a little encouragement? <laughs> and, um, and you know, and it's so important for Nibali to do this, right? He's like the, the you know, the, the, mo- the best racer coming out of Italy. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, I've got uh. this. I like to think that he just set up the camera to do it and didn't even like contemplate the trophy. Is that what you're getting at, Spencer? Like, oh, it was yeah. Just, yeah, yeah. This, this is this is the normal setup for his trophy case. Whereas I do think, listen to Brand and props to her for it, set up this scene and it's very good. I think the nonchalance of Nibali's puts him at the top step. Very, very, yeah. very much so. Nibali, definitely the winner here and uh, best of uh, best of everything and thoughts to all our friends and listeners out in uh, Italy and Europe during this time. Um, so guys, we do have a couple of other things that we're going to get to. we got some great listener emails. We um, also are going to do our... I our... just said a quick... Uh, you <laughs> you made me think of this while you were talking. I quick pulled up Richie Port's uh, Instagram. <laughs> Oh God. Nothing in front of trophy cases. I, maybe he doesn't have many trophies. I don't know what's going oh, on there, but uh, oh. <laughs> just uh, maybe not everybody on the team's doing that. Uh, okay, that's it. <laughs> so very. <laughs> <laughs> you made me look. That was good. Well yeah. Um, so we've got some listener email, and uh, one of the things we're going to do after the jump is we're very excited to unveil. The inaugural class of the Slow Ride Podcast Cycling Hall of Fame, something we've been working on uh, for years since we've been cycling fans, and we're going to get all of that after the jump. But there is so much more to talk about um, and to discuss. And so let's start it off right away. Let's just get into a um, listener email, if you will, guys. This one comes to us all the way from Australia, from a friend of the podcast, Trent, who says... Hey, Slow Ride Pod, I've been working my way through your back catalog, and every week I eagerly await the update from our man, Michael Matthews, only to find my pod player has jumped forward to you guys banging on about some water gun I can't get shipped to Tumbarumba (laughs) because of coronavirus lockdown. Um, I did check. Tumbarumba uh, is real. It's not just a a late 90s pop song. Um, Yeah. I hope you guys aren't taking the piss out of our man, Bling, who has done so much for Australian cycling, even though he hasn't raced here since 2007. <laughs> By the way, would, Trent, we, Trent, you're, 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 thank you. Thank you yeah. so much for just like, the slight. He's done so much for Australian cycling, but hasn't raced here in 13 years. <laughs> <laughs> Do I need to get someone to service my pod player? I just can't seem to find these important updates. Maybe you could do a whole podcast of bling updates. I'm sure it would be the most downloaded pod in slow ride history. I am actually very disappointed um, for multiple reasons. One is because I do think we need a big bling Matthews win to really just fuel our love for the guy and uh, really get us to the next step. Do you guys know what I mean? I know what you mean. I've been waiting for it. Yeah. I, I think he was doing a pretty good job at Perry Nice this year being both a good for his first race of the year and finishing high up and be just being a really good teammate for your boy tease. Very true. I think if there was anything that he ever did to make a play for your heart, Timmy, it was sacrificing his own chances and like winning stages for your boy tease. That could be, I mean, I think that he's done other things to try to win my heart, mostly his selection of tattoos. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I know, I know it's the abs, the tattoos, it's the whole look, but I mean, at the end of the day, it's about, it's about what's inside. It's about I mean, I thought, is. 
And also naming yourself Bling Matthews. I mean, to me, I think he was going after my heart when he was releasing those. What are the pictures when he's on like the Bianchi fixed gear? With the riser <laughs> bars? That's like the... Yeah. Like, thanks. Thanks, Bling. You're really doing it um, for me. Hey, man. So, Gotta get to the club somehow. I'd like to thank uh, thanks for that one. Um, so, guys, what else? Oh, I something else I came across um, for me is that um, I was uh, scrolling through the gram, you know, killing some time because uh, there was no bike racing for me not to watch. Um, and as I was uh, going through, I was tagged um, because I did the best upgrade possible to the dad bus to the my cargo bike is that I put my ta- some time ATAC pedals on it. Right. So now I'm running clipless on the dad bus, which is actually great because I can get it up to 12 miles an hour now in like no time at all um, from wow. at standing start. Cause I will say when, wow. you, when you're, when you're cruising down the street in a cargo bike with your two and a half year old son in the front and his strider bike kind of hanging out of the cargo box as you're uh-huh. looking for random parking lots and grass fields to ride through. Um, mm-hmm. as we do daily. Now we do hour and a half expeditions. Um, people really like to give you either a, the punishment pass which like they get out into the other lane and they just floor it to go past you. And my kid thinks it's hilarious. So he's like, these, these people <laughs> think that they're doing us a disservice by just really flooring it. My kid's like, woohoo, I love trucks. Thanks. Um, yeah, that's what he wants. Yeah, that's what he Thanks. loves that. Like, go faster, daddy. Um, and second, um, people tend to pass you very quickly to get to the stoplight, which is probably the worst oh, type yeah. of pass you can do on a cyclist, right? Is the guy that you're approaching the stoplight, so you're starting to coast. You're getting ready to get all the way over in the right lane, and then they go in the other lane just to jut in front of you to then stop. Now, the best part about when that happens, when you're not on a cargo bike, is you can easily move and maneuver around that car and go like two cars in front of them just so that they really pay the price of just the delayed chain reaction when you're past all the other cars. We used to do that all the time. It was one of my favorite moves in cyclists. Can't really do that when you're toting around your kid because, Mm. you know, obvious reasons. Sure. Um, Yeah. So. Tim. Now that I've got the uh, clipless pedals, I can actually go a little bit faster out of stoplights, so I don't have as much like conflict points happening. <laughs> with um, like, a, it's a lot easier for me to run red lights. Uh, you know, like I, I, yeah. I can pull up on the pedals as well. Um, so you have the confidence. So I put sure, that sure. picture. I so we had a dad project where we changed out the pedals. Well, mm-hmm. someone tagged That's me. That's not at, a project. Someone t- well, it is for me. So someone tagged me on Instagram. Of a group now, Spencer. Did you know about this handle, Atac Cult, on Instagram? No, never heard of it. This is a full-on Instagram page dedicated to time Atac pedals. Oh, sounds amazing. It probably has what five, six hundred thousand followers. Oh, <laughs> they're making T-shirts. Um, Ouch. I there is a. I learned a lot about time Atac pedals, which, as we've discussed, are the best pedals of all time. I will well, note that yeah. a lot of the comments on here are coming from ex bicycle messengers that I'm also either friends with or so you're like okay this is a really small uh, uh-huh. subset of the population but it is and but it's the smartest subset so it's called atac.cult it's so good yeah little guy yeah. i do not understand your hate for the atac because i hate. i just I, don't love i don't know. i worked for time i could have gotten you a hundred pairs of pedals yeah. and you still refused. Yeah. They're just so big. I don't know. So there's and amazing, there's, but the, there's the, 
I mean, I, I have been learning a lot about ATAC pedals after going to this this Instagram page, and I don't even mm-hmm. remember who tagged me into this, but the inserts, there's so many things about this. Someone even dressed up as an ATAC pedal for a Halloween costume. Oh my which God, is, that's, that's legit. I love that. Fantastic. That's great. Um, there, yeah. I think my next tattoo may be an ATAC pedal tattoo. I, th- I was like, <laughs> you know, that's actually a pretty good tattoo. Spencer, what do you think? Is that a good tattoo? An ATAC pedal uh, shape? I'm gonna I'm gonna plead the fifth on that, but um, how many people get how many people get SPD tattoos? <laughs> Where are you gonna um, get it? I, Where are you gonna put the attack def- on your body? Yeah, that's Definitely important. on the calf. The, um, probably the you know the inside right calf. Yeah, kinda. you could probably get the artist okay. to do a nice cover up with that of the little uh, cyclist thing that you have on the on the calf. Actually, <laughs> you don't you don't like my track bike on the calf? That, yeah, is that no, what it I was? forget. I got that I in like 2001. Come on, for a while. come on. My calves are pretty big. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just using you, Tim. Um, Tim, I have, I have one question. Quick, I want to circle back before we get too far in the weeds in uh, ATAC specific <laughs> Instagram. Um, you, uh, I can stop now. I, yeah. It sounds like you're doing a lot of training, um, trying to go 12 miles an hour, pushing two bodies on a bicycle. This is very good. Yes. Yes. All right. Uh, mm-hmm. But here's the problem. So, so, well, let me just the uh, one the other body involved in this is doing zero percent of the work. Is that correct? Zero percent of the work, but Perfect. a fair amount okay. of the weight. I will say that just I'm at my best check. ever weight right now. I've it's cut some good. pounds. I'm eating really healthy the last couple of weeks. A lot less junk food. <laughs> yeah, gonna be a, gonna be a big year to not race. All right. What what, what are you, where are you getting at, is Spencer? Oh no! I was uh, just want to make sure you were doing 100 percent of the work there with two people on a bike. Oh, okay. So. I see. I see you did. So, just so you get so used to it. I do want to say that. Uh, so our friend of the pod, um, Bill Shiken, set up a wide-angle podium Strava club. So, mm-hmm. and I'm just going to take a quick look at the leaderboard. We have 54 people on this list, and there are some there are some bangers on this list. Like we've got some really good folks on here. Friend of the pod, Frank Cundiff. You guys remember him? We got to sleep on his floor in Richmond. Yep. Amanda Panda Nauman on here as well. She's only in 10th mm-hmm. place. I am in 47th place right now out of 54 with all 36 miles of my riding this week coming inside the cargo bike. Nice. So that count I for feel double. like you can double that. You can double yeah. that for the amount of work I'm doing um, yeah. to put me to the next uh, level. Um as a quick reminder, if you go to Strava and you become a member of the Wide Angle Podium group, um, we're going to do an Abus bike lock giveaway next week on the pod. So Abus sent over some bike locks uh, for some review, but we've also got two to give away. So follow along on the Instagram um, or Twitter account. We'll do it off the, uh, just sign up for the uh, Strava group. Little guy, cargo bikes. Oh, cargo by bikes, the way, Spencer, eh? how do you feel that we've given little guy keys to the castle on the Instagram account? I, I feel pretty uh, conflicted, to be honest. Do we didn't do a tutorial I mean, on how to do Instagram? Because I'm a little you, like worried that you yeah. post a picture and you write you write a word. It's like I mean I think the work I've been doing on Twitter lately has been a plus. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I think no, obviously from the the Twitter work I've been doing lately, you guys knew that it was time to uh-huh. step me up. So it's also yeah. a visual we, medium. The, the, the we knew, slow ride we knew pod you would... on Twitter now is great. Instagram. I'm a little worried. <laughs> well, so far it's just been pictures of wood, so I don't know. It's pretty solid. Well, let's get to Spencer, the arbiter. Oh, come on, on, come on, Spencer. What do you think? Do we need to take it away? 
don't know. I think I think the Twitter the Twitter work, like Logan uh, uh, alluded to, has been a plus lately. Uh, good job there. You've you've come around <laughs> after three or four years uh, of of attempts, and I think you've catted up. You're like cat two, uh, uh, thanks, Twitter man. user. Thanks. Yeah. Instagram though, it's a it's like going from uh, from road to mountain. Uh, mm-hmm. You might you might have like you might think you have what it takes to be there at the front, but you maybe. Maybe just dial it back a tiny bit right now. Like, yeah. well, yeah, I don't have that sustained effort. Like, I so think you and I may need to just do it. Here's here's what happened: is I opened my Twitter feed or my uh, Instagram feed uh, the other morning, and I got like six random photos <laughs> throughout my feed of different stages of building a cargo bike box on the front Tim, out of Tim told me to document it. I'm doing well, it. Sure. Well, I, I know. And I love it. I love it. I can't stress this enough. I love it. It's great content. It should all be contained within one post though. So, <laughs> because <laughs> it's the time frame between one change and another change is way too far for me to so, be able here's to the concentrate. Thing. I don't know if you fully grasp this about Instagram this is not actually real life. You don't have to do it. Like uh, and and accurately represent yourself, <laughs> but here's in the thing, any way here's the thing. When I accomplish, I'm not a very good woodworker. When I, I accomplish, tell, yeah, I've seen got it, multiple yeah. photos of examples of this over the course of many hours. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guy who changed pedals and called it a project. Maybe yeah, you could be quiet for a couple of minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very proud of myself when I accomplish something, you know? So I'm like, Hey, look at that. I, I, I made a data. Yep. Cool. Yep. And then I'm like, I want to show everybody, you know? So, yeah, um, no, I love it. It's exci- I, I'm excited. I, I, we're just gonna, I'm going to send you a link, uh, to a tutorial about how to post multiple pictures in one post. And then we're just I do gonna need to, know that. to do that. I have no idea how to do that yet. Yeah. yeah. So it's, I know, I know one thing, I know one thing how to do on there. So, so perfect. See, we'll get there. Your, your, your sport, uh, you're a sport level mountain biker right now. You're a cat yeah. two on the Twitter. Um, you're Thanks. getting, you're going to get there. You've I, got the, you've got the fitness. You don't have the mm. finesse. I think yeah. having, you can tell little, my legs aren't shaved. Yeah. Spencer, I would say this is that I'm actually excited to the little guys on there. Cause a, it's going to boost the content. Clearly right now it is quadrupling the content. Um, oh, on yeah. the Instagram feed artificially. Yeah. We'll, but yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll turn that down from 12 to just 11 for everybody here. With little guy. We'll give him a little <laughs> tutorial. <laughs> But I will I say know, it is top notch, little guy. I'm. You've been describing this bike, but now that I get to see it visually, but my favorite part of creating your homemade creation of a wood box on a hand built homemade cargo bike with linkage steering, it's looking good. Yeah, I really liked the cardboard demo box that you put on. With duct tape as your CAD, you gotta do your, that. Your CAD drawing to is that so you could trace out where you needed to cut? No, it wasn't for tracing. It was because I wasn't sure how exactly how big I wanted the box to be. Um, two re- two reasons. One, I needed to make a box so I could put Tomboon and Tomboonin in it and see where how far I could turn the handlebars before I smacked them in the head mm-hmm. and figure Critical. out then where yeah. I needed to position the seat within the box. And two, I, your box is lower than mine. Mine's higher. Mine's oh, yes. more like a mine's more like a Belinky or an Omnium cargo bike. So when I made the box the first time with cardboard, I made a larger front on it, and I couldn't see the front wheel. And I thought, ah, that's okay. It's not a big deal. And I went to ride around a block, and I like ran into the curb when I was like coming back to my house because I was like, oh, I've got a couple more feet, and I was like, boom, hit the curb, and I was like, wow, that's not Did good. Did you yard sale? And after I. 
No, I didn't, but I just sort of like, I was going like two miles an hour, but I kind of like jabbed get, the bars get used into my to that. chest. Get used to that before you put pedals on the bike. Well, so that's why I, I, I ended up modifying it to make the front of the box a little smaller so I can just see the tire. And it, it just that little visual clue lets me not run into everything. I literally then ran into my stairs two seconds later, like into my yard after I'd been like, don't judge, you know, told myself to judge the gap differently. So like that, that's what the cardboard was for. So I could like figure out what size worked and what size made me run into things. I think I did it. Yeah, well, <laughs> we'll see. Well, we can't wait to watch and and look at many more photos of this. Yeah, yeah, it's I. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna blast it tomorrow. Probably like fifty, sixty photos. I think I can get it done. Oh well, perfect. Can't Love wait. it. Can't wait. So yeah. before we get into pre-lap, let's get to our um, email. This one comes to us from David, friend of the pod. He says, "Hey guys, if there's one thing that is clear, it's that you need some content ideas. I will." Yeah. Clearly. You know, so I've yeah. taken the liberty of submitting a few. I don't know. I think A Instagram ATAC pedal Instagram top notch underrated. B slow ride pod Instagram clearly is almost gonna take away all of the ATAC followers on Instagram with, with cargo bike creation time. Mm-hmm. Um but our friend David comes to us with social distancing. Do you feel that Matthew Vanderpool saw this trend coming and proved it in just about every race he entered as a way to demonstrate and try to <laughs> warn us about what was coming our way? He knows, man. There's, there's something to that theory, but let's let's uh, I like it, but let's take it even one step further. Social distancing. Who's even seen Matthew Vanderpool in 2020 at all? Like, has he even been here? It's true. One world's and that was it. Gone. Just disappeared. Basically. He's gone. It's a very good point. And I mean, obviously so much like in reality um, is dependent on his season is dependent on the Olympics and who knows how that's going to um, hash out or even if it happens this year. So best case scenario, um, he races the Olympics. Worst case scenario is that he shows up unannounced to a cyclocross world cup with a really long beard, almost kind of got a little bit of the Unabomber look like come and get like got found in like a, <laughs> A rural cabin in Belgium. No, no, no. He comes out and he's like, oh, here I am. I used to race with you youngins. And then he just comes out. No, so you've got this. I like like this, but you've got it all wrong. That is definitely the Wout Van Aert uh, situation. Like, he is our mountain man for sure. Matthew Vanderpool, he's plugged into the wall somewhere. They're recharging his (laughs) T100 batteries. Uh, You know, the... The lights in the eyes are going to come on at some point, and he's going to be back to kill everyone. So he's like the Val Kilmer um, in uh, Rocky Four. Oh, Rocky for sure, III. for sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Yvonne Drago. All right. Um, David continues on. Lastly, how about you guys update your recommendations for best cycling on YouTube for indoor training sessions? Oh, thanks for the countless well, I- hours of bike-related audio and ride safe, David. Well, thanks for your email and Spencer and Little Guy. What are some of your top? YouTube recommendations. My uh, number one YouTube recommendation right now is to uh, go to the Slow Ride Podcast YouTube <laughs> and find the uh, yes. Pro Cycling Manager uh, videos that we've done. Uh, we've got one. We've got two up right now. One in honor of uh, Milan San Remo. Beautiful, beautiful work we've done there, um, where we tried to get Tyler Ferrar the victory. I'm not so going to spoil it. I'm not going to spoil it for you guys, uh, but I think we did a great job. Let's just leave it at that. We did a great job. 
Um, mm-hmm. and, uh, we left then it we, all out on the road for sure. Yeah, we did. Oh, we left it on the road. Proud of the team, proud of the guys. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, we also did E3, uh, another one. Really proud of the team on that one. Uh, the result, maybe not what we were looking for there. Uh, you know, kind of hard to say. I, it, may have been, um, it may have been what we were looking for, though. Yeah, it's yeah. tough true. to tell right now. We don't want to give anything think, away. Like, go to the Slow Ride right. Pod on YouTube, and you've got yep. at least an hour and a half of great cycling content brought to yes. you by us. Yeah, the best cycling content. We did the hard work. It should for be your you. first we, choice. We played Milan San Remo for you. So yeah, and the best part is these. This is original content too. So like, you're not going to know what happens. We oh, may yeah. not know what happens, but we it's definitely don't know. Yeah. Um. So if you just go click on some old race, chances are it's going to get spoiled in the you know first two seconds yeah, before you even get to really watch it. As so we've fun, talked many times before, World Cycling Productions had this horrible tendency on all of the cycling DVDs that you would buy from them where they uh, would put the money shot winner of the DVD on the DVD case. So yep. you knew what was going to happen before you even press play. Oh yeah. I posted yeah. a great photo of those, uh, of my collection the other day on Twitter. Oh, you I don't did? Know if you guys right. saw that. Oh yeah. I, I'm, I've dug out of the archives, like hundreds of these DVDs. <laughs> so good. <laughs> All the all the uh, great Roberto Harris victories at the Vuelta, oh, yeah. um, Landis winning the Tour, oh. all kinds. Oh, guys, this is getting me excited. So let's do this. Let's roll into uh, the Bling Matthews update, uh, pre mm-hmm. lap, and then we're going to come back with the inaugural class of the Slow Ride Podcast Cycling Hall of Fame. What up? This is Thomas Koyinch, and you're listening to this low ride podcast. All right, guys, here we are once again. We are brought to you by one of our biggest supporters and our friends over at Works, who are who bring us the Hydroshot Power Cleaner. So head over to yourcleanbike.com. You're going to use the promo code. Gear up at checkout to save 15% on the works Hydroshot power cleaner, which by the way, guys, my bikes are going to be the cleanest bikes in the world because what better way to burn an hour or so during our home time with my kid <laughs> than setting uh-huh. up a Hydroshot power cleaner, mm-hmm. which I'm totally getting soaked all the time. It's kind of a great idea. It's almost like a super soaker. I wish I would have had one of these when, uh, Back in the day when we had to do the manual um, pump on a super soaker to get the, uh, you know, the pressure up. Now I've got a battery pack that I can also yep. use and everything else that works makes. It's pretty awesome. Um, into the leaf yeah. blower, which also is awesome because it's cleaning off my um, patio. But anyway, head on over to yourcleanbike.com. Use the promo code GEARUP to get the best power, power cleaner, power washer in the game for your bike. I think uh, yeah. how many... How many batteries do you think Robert Guessing goes through uh, blowing the leaves off his patio? He's so high. He's above tree line in that patio. Yeah. That thing is that's <laughs> the, like, there, there's nothing falling out there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's looking down at the pores that have leaves. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. a, oh, so All good. Right. Um, Spencer, our friends yeah. at Grimper Brothers still roasting mm-hmm. the coffee during this time. Yes. Um, very clear. Definitely. And they came out with a new blend for us. So the full Schleck went away. We talked about it before. And we have the new yep. Bike Shop CX version. What is it? Yeah, so the 
uh, well, let's just touch on the full schleck, uh, retired, you know, as, as the older cyclists of the generation do, the older yeah. coffees do as well. And, uh, you know, maybe it's something that, uh, should be inducted into some sort of hall of fame, but we'll get yeah, to maybe. that later. Oh, wow. Um, a little Easter egg. Yeah. The, uh, the new blend, uh, from Grimper is the, uh, viewer mail, um, blend, which is, uh, in honor of our friends over at bikes, bike shop CX. Um, and that complements really nicely with the, um, uh, cyclocross friends, uh, blend that we still have as well. So, uh, check out, uh, wideanglepodium.com slash coffee. We'll get you right there, or you can just go straight to Grimper brothers, uh, website as well. And uh, pick yourself up some beans to uh, get through this uh, self-isolation situation. Awesome. Yeah. And another thing I want to um, uh, talk about here, guys, is that we are, before we get into um, the Hall of Fame, I just want to give a quick shout out to our other members of the Wide Angle Podium Network, namely the Grodio. Definitely go okay. check it out. And here's why is that they have a great conversation going on about the mid South. Now we talked about the mid South last week and kind of the whole like hubba blue that was happening there. Um, Amanda Nauman, professional graveler on the pod. Um, and she's a host of the pod. So it's great to have someone that was actually there talking about it. Very well reasoned discussion between Bill, Zach Schuster and Amanda. I absolutely loved listening to it last week. Yep. I will put that in my own wide angle podium hall of fame for the quality of content that's going out. Now you guys have yeah. both been in the, also in the podcast green room over on the parts bin channel, which was yeah. fantastic. But I will say for the timeliness of the Grodio conversation, I mean, you guys are on the podium for last week's content. It was, it was great. Um, yeah. I mean, but the Grodio thing is great. Yeah. This may be timely, but me and Spencer's appearances were timeless. That's they true. are timeless. That's very, true. very well done. It is. It is tough to go up uh, against a powerhouse lineup like that, though. Uh, Bill, obviously from CXHarris.com, Amanda Nauman, professional gravel racer, and Zach Schuster, formerly of Cyclocross Magazine, and now that in is, Minnesota. That is like that's an A plus team right there. Like that is legitimate yeah. content. No, it's, uh, no one else has that type of content podium. at all. Mm -hmm. I'm with you a hundred percent, Spencer. Thank you so much for uh for that and for getting that together with the Wide Angle Podium Network. So great job, Bill, Zach, and Amanda, and to everyone else. And uh let's get back to the show. This is Abby Mickey from Rally UHC Professional Cycling Team, and you're listening to the Slow Ride Podcast. All right, guys. So here we are, um, and it is time to talk to do something that I have been mentioning, and you guys have been mentioning for many, many years of this podcast, and that is to start and create the official Slow Ride Podcast Cycling Hall of Fame. Now, there are three experts in cycling in the room, if you will, in this podcast, right? If you will. <laughs> um, now, to be very clear, is that we all became fans of cycling. At roughly the same time. Now, I know one of you is probably going to claim like I was there first before it was cool, little guy. Um, you know, I you know I was watching the '99 tour on a library VHS tape before you guys even knew what cycling was. '93. Uh, um, but Thank you. let's get let's get to the uh, the crux of the matter. 
is that we need to come up with an inaugural class for the Slow Ride Podcast Cycling Hall of Fame. Um, now, we are experts in cycling from 2003 on, I think it's fair to say. So that means yeah. that what we need to do is we got to come up with kind of where, where we are and how we do it. So the first thing I want to do is there are clearly cyclists that belong in this Hall of Fame that are all-timers across the board. And we would be talking about the Eddie Merckxes, Mosier, Kelly... Inquitil, Valverde. Uh, I'm sorry, he's not there yet. Um, Kopi, <laughs> nice Freddie sleep. Martins, right? Like, there's definitely folks that raced before 2003, retired before 2003 that that are in here. So let's just assume that they're there. So here are the rules that I propose, and I want you guys to sign off on these rules because we are the arbiters of this Hall of Fame. We are the official okay. cycling Hall of Fame for 2003. On um, rule number one is that you must be retired for at least one year before getting inaugurated into the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Or do you want to go that's, two years? Like, what, what do you guys... Baseball Hall of Fame's five. I think that's a little too long, but it allows you, with one year of retirement, you can sit there and go like, man, we really do miss that individual. Uh, Yeah, yeah, that's fine. One's good. Uh, okay. Maybe, yeah. Um, what, what do you think, Spencer? <laughs> uh, Yeah, I think that's fine. Um. What happens, uh, it, you know, in somebody's case that they come back to the sport, you know, uh, they're not allowed on the hall of fame. They lose their spot. Um, the other yeah. thing is, uh, um, the, the other one is that the three of the majority rules to get into the hall of fame, right? Uh -huh. So it could be a two to one vote. However, each of us are allowed one veto on a rider. One ultimate okay. veto that, so if they're like, you'll, you'll probably be the two to one person to do it. And you could be so strongly opposed to that person that you're then not allowed into the hall. Okay. So, so if you two chuckleheads come up with some rider that I think has no business whatsoever being in the hall, but you're both on board, I can use this vote veto to knock you both down. Yes. Yes. Yeah. This is amazing. But I only get one. Only one. I'm, I'm going to need more than one. Can I petition for more than one? Because you guys, I'm not, I'm not confident in your no, choices. Nope, you just won. So okay. I, I think we agree on this. All right. So those are the rules. I think we should um, just stick to cycling this time. Also, another caveat is that we are not experts <laughs> on women's cycling. I don't know of very many women's cycling professionals that have retired in the time since I've kind of started paying attention to women's cycling in the last maybe three or four years um, to get in. If you guys know of uh, a, a woman cyclist that that deserves in this, please um, make the effort to put down. I mean, I'm clearly yep. thinking like Marianne Voss, Van Vlumic, uh, you know, like uh, uh, Connie Carpenter's, you know, stuff like that. Like there's, there's some Connie Carpenter, maybe yeah, before 2003 though. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah, these, yeah, yeah. these are, there's a there's an era that's already in the cycling hall of fame that we are just yeah. assuming exists and we are this is cycling 2.0 so yeah mariana voss would be the obvious like huge name but she's still yeah. racing so she doesn't qualify you know um but yeah we would we would have to do more research on that okay so guys let's get to it um since this was my idea i'm gonna go first um and <laughs> okay 
the first is this a draft it's not really a draft i think like we we both just kind of go around the table and throw out a name and then we discuss and vote throw out throw out a name i can't wait to hear the first name i'm gonna throw out is eric zobel interesting yeah all right let me give you the bona fides the guy who lost uh milan senorimo but he also won it four times so he won it four times he lost it once on a bike throw which one do you remember He, he was on team a couple of things I like about Eric Zabel. Okay. One is yeah. great flat top haircut. Looked awesome. Oh, one of the best. Yeah. yeah. Very military-esque. Second, he was with Team Telecom for almost the entirety of his career with a little bit of a dabble into Team Milram. Great mm-hmm. team that we uh-huh. also forgot. So yes. I kind of remember hearing about Eric Zabel when I was on like kind of watching cycling during the Lance years, but didn't really know what was going on in like kind of 99, 2000 because he was winning the jerseys. Six uh-huh. times he won the green jersey all in a row. Yeah. Right? Fantastic. I think, did Sagan just beat that record? Good six in a row yes. for for uh, Zabel. He, um, Not in a row. But yeah. Milan San Remo but, four times. He's Little guy, do you have uh, any opposition to Zabel? No, I mean, just only that I'm, I'm not, you know, me and sprinters, but I mean, it's true. Zabel's good. And I got to admit that one time he was up there at Flanders, I was pretty excited to see him okay. riding a I, non-sprint. I, I also have no opposition to this okay. one. So I think we have our first right, so. uh, second class, second wave inductee. Yeah, uh, thank you, Spencer. So there is like a veterans committee that will talk about the, the historic Merxes of the world, but Zabel's yep. in. And we're in agreement. Yep. Um, and this will obviously always be talking. So Spencer, who do you got? Who's your kind of your, your first one you're going to offer up? Well, and this one, um, I'm going to throw it out first because I think it might be my most, I don't know if it's controversial, but it's, um, and it's not a sympathy pick either, but it's a, it's a, um, honorary kind of needs to go first. And I want to put out McKelly Scarponi Ooh. Uh, as needing to go thunder. into the Hall of Fame because, you know, that the, the, the legend of the, of the quality of racing is there, the longevity is there, and then the, the tragedy uh, towards the end uh, as well. Um, just a shoe in for me. And yeah, tragedy indeed, right? Yeah. I mean, it's because who knows where he was going to be going Um Futuron. I have absolutely no problems with this, Spencer. Of note, he won both a Trident at Torino Adriatico in 2009, and he won the Giro in 2011. Um, yeah. Hands down, totally agree that he is in our Hall of Fame. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah. I was going to nominate him. So. <laughs> well, it had to be done. You know, one of us was going to do it. So Yeah, awesome. yeah. I love yeah, it. So, sure. little guy, who do you got for your... Um, you're the first name you want to throw down for the table. All right. Well, uh, this is tough. Um, Michael Bugard? Uh, <laughs> is that what you said? Did no. I did I hear Michael Bugard? Uh, no, 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 no. Um, I kind of got to go with riders that I liked when we were first going up. So I'm going to go with Basso. Basso. Ivan Basso. Wow. Set- that is a name that's not even on my list. I need to do some research into who this guy is. <laughs> <laughs> Even Basso, come on. So when we were yeah, first yeah. first into it, he was obviously he was he was the up and comer, and yep. then you know in our in our first few years of being into cycling, he was he was he was the hot shit man. Um, so 
I, yeah. you know, got a soft spot for him. I tell you why I got you know, a soft spot for him is that he was on Liquid Gas, which he, one of my favorite teams. Yeah. Um, he won the Giro. I think I've twice, I believe. Yeah, he never once for Liquid Gas. I'm looking at it here, and then he also won it for CSC. So he does have a little bit of the uh, the bar, B- Bjarni Reese stink on him. Um, oh no! Yeah. Oh, it's oh, it's a lot of Bjarni stink. And I mean, he signed for Discovery uh, for that moment. And, oh, uh, I forgot oh, I mean, about there's, the Discovery Channel year. Took oh. the ban. I mean, there's a lot of reasons to not like Basso, but at the same time, I can't help but have a soft spot for him. So I, what can you do? I, heart, I he won ooh. he won the Japan Cup. Come on, you guys. Oh. That might seal the deal. I was going to say I don't. Yeah. I like Basso as a rider. I, I enjoyed his racing style. I was a fan uh, during his prime, but I I just don't know if he's Hall of Fame quality, you know? Oh, come on. Like, two, two Giros? It's two Giros. Two it's Giros like an, doesn't get you in, into the Hall of Fame. Like, in, in our span of Spencer, watching I, racing, he's won. Mm-hmm. Let me say this, Spencer. I'm going to vote yes on him, but okay. that opens up the opportunity for you to vote no so he doesn't get in as a, a unanimous pick because I think that that's sure. the... Right, so it's like a half step down. It's like he's there's a lot of cloudiness around with the the restink and everything else. But oh, yeah, yeah, I'm not I debating would, that. But he's got I, multiple tour podiums. I wouldn't veto multiple yeah. Giro wins and podiums. You know what? He's not veto you know worthy. He's not veto worthy. Not so at all. I'm just on the fence about whether I want to vote yes or no on this. And I think end of the day, I'm going to vote yes. He can get in. Okay. Yay. Wow, it gets in with the the unanimous. All right, so. Guys, we did, we might need to spice this up a little bit. So, um, I I'm gonna bring another one to the table. You guys know I'm a okay. fan of the carrots. I love the carrots of Uskatel. Mm. Uskatel meant a lot to me when I was getting into cycling in the 2003 <sighs> year. Recently retired in 2017. Oh okay. Yep. I don't believe he's a unanimous decision, but I do yeah. believe. <laughs> He should get into the Hall of Fame. I would expect this to be the two to one vote. So, little guy, I am looking at you because yeah, I I know, I know Spencer I is going to say no. I, this I is know. a. Do you want to tell this, people at home? I am talking about Heimar Zubeldia. <laughs> yeah. yeah, for yeah. a variety of reasons. He has wow. so he raced from 1998 to 2017. That is 19 years of racing. I just checked. He had 35 Grand Tour top tens. Amazing. I just did the Jesus. calculations on the cocktail napkin yeah. here. So many top tens and grand tours that yeah. I mean, seriously, how are you not voting for so, this guy? Here the here's my issue. Consummate uh, teammate, always there for his folks. <laughs> Wait, like his parents here's, like, <laughs> calls his mom every Sunday, always goes over <laughs> to helps his grandpa do chores. Okay, he got uh, he got fifth in the tour twice. He got sixth in the tour. He got Eighth in the tour here, twice. I mean, Tim. Here, here's my big problem with this. He's not even the best rider from that era of Uskitel. Sammy Sanchez. Yeah, he's the <laughs> only one that didn't get popped, though. Of those, of those three, three riders whose names you can remember. Yeah. So I is that I'm that's voting, a point in his favor. Tim knows this already, but I am I I am shutting the door on this. Like this is not a Hall of Fame caliber rider. He's a great rider. Enjoy him. Great personality. Good team worker. Not Hall of Fame. Not in this round, certainly. Yeah, there's, he's he's missing a little spark, Timmy. I feel all like right, to be Hall right. of Fame. Obviously, okay. solid, classy okay. rider. Solid results. But like, did you ever think he was going to win? 
Never. In your heart of hearts. Never. Okay. I'm, I'm going for the heart of heart. <laughs> just the guy deserves in. But I will say this is that I will bring him up for a renomination every year that we do this conversation. And one of these years, he has to get in, guys. Because when we start limiting how many people get into the the Slow Ride Podcast Hall of Fame every year, one of these years, we're going to need to put him in. So, all right. He's the Burt Blylevin of the Slow Ride Podcast Cycling Hall of Fame. He's not getting in this time around. Spencer, you are up. Yeah. Who is the next name you want to bring to the table? I don't think we've had enough big hitters yet. <laughs> yeah, I think people listening are like, there's people already throwing there, this yeah. <laughs> there are some major players <laughs> that you guys have not even mentioned. Yeah. And uh, so I think I'm going to bring one of the first, one of the big two of the era. And uh, I'm going to bring Jan Ulrich uh, to the table. Hands down. Boom. Absolutely. Getting in the hall of fame. hundred percent. Jan Ulrich is in. What do we need to even say about the guy? He is amazing. Spencer, I'll make the sales yeah. pitch here for you. You won the tour de yeah, France. Yeah, I don't think I don't think we need to go through his his Palmares, um, but the the '97 tour victory, uh, obviously, um, should get him in on its own. But uh, uh, what an endless number 12, 15 second places at the tour, <laughs> whatever it was. Um, so much and, dash uh, total. All right, so that yep. is in little guy. You in on this? Yeah, yeah, I'm okay. in. I'm in. All right, little guy, who's who's your next one? There's some no-brainers here, Spencer. Thanks for bringing me to reality from my Zubeldia pick. Uh, little guy, who yeah, do you got? Seriously, uh, I I got to stay with the Italians. I'm going with Garzelli, that bald-headed, that bald-headed funny, Garzelli. funny Garzelli. guy. Oh, all right. One, we've got some, we got some solid results. We got a Giro win. We got some top results, but we've got. We've got he for a while there he'd pick off the stage every year at the Giro, but we've got the airbrushed helmets. Oh, Garzelli, little, little guy. He's he not... had a look. Okay, wait, 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 wait. wait well, hold on, hold on. Giro d'Italia in two in 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 two thousand, he won. Uh, he won Torino in two thousand ten. He won. Uh, he was second in GC in oh three at the Giro. Won tour stages tour Switzerland, Giro many times. He's got a lot of good wins. Tour de Suisse, Torino. Come on. And the, the look. Here's the problem. Here's here's let me let me just throw this out there. L- the look. look at who we've already got. Is he better than Zabel? No. Is he better than Scarponi? No. Is he better than Basso? No. Is he better than Ulrich? No. Is he better than Zubeldia? Yes. But <laughs> still not still not in the top four. Little guy. Yeah. This time around, I'm not gonna allow Garzelli in. Oh come on, man. He's he won the Giro. Okay, so. Here's the thing, as I am also going to vote no on this one, oh unfortunately. But I'm going to bring to the table directly after this another Italian Grand Tour rider that I think should be in this Hall of Fame, and that's Gilberto Simone. Yes. Oh, hands down. 100%. Really? Now, the only thing, the only knock against the Simone candidacy little guy is clearly that he lost control of the team to the little prince Damiano Cunego <laughs> but he persevered 80f- he kept going I how are you against Simeone come on uh I mean well no I, he also sort of formed that partnership with the the Cobra there at the end too yeah. you know um <laughs> so wait is that a plus or a minus I'm I don't even know. No, yeah. you're right. I'm looking at the results. I'm looking at the results again. You can't. You can't argue with okay. that. So Gilberto Simone is in. He took. The, he took the fight to Lance. Right. He failed, he but sure he did. took the fight to him. So right. yeah, I'm, Simone. I'm going to another one, guys. Tom Boonen. Uh-huh. 
That's Oof, a unanimous Hall of Famer right there. That I, the fact that yeah. it's even this late to the conversation I'll, is kind I'll of yeah. is kind of embarrassing. Two-time world champ, you can't. Yeah, you can't knock it. Okay, who who do you got? Uh, two not only two-time world champ, he's still out there on the Instagram doing race cars, <laughs> still looking amazing. Um, he was Sarah's favorite cyclist because she's like, mm-hmm. oh, he's so oh, hot, obviously. And so you're like, all right, I mean, yeah. guaranteed Hall of Famer. He's a total babe. Yeah. All right. Um, speaking of uh, world champs, I want to bring Paolo Bettini to the table. Oh, for sure. A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Sure. The Cricket. He has a great nickname. Yeah, he's got a great nickname. He's got multiple world champ striped jerseys in the closet and uh, like to win all of Little Guy's favorite races. Very true. Yeah. All right. So you got the Cricket, Little Guy. Or Spencer. Um, little guy, I'm yep. just going to go ahead and little guy, you're going to have to speed up here because you're a little bit behind on Spencer and I, cause we clearly, <laughs> well, Spencer's, Spencer's, so Spencer's got two time. You've done three and I've only done, well, gotten yeah. one through. So I'm just going to go with another one here. Let's, wait, wait, why is it not my turn? <laughs> well yet? then go quick. Who do you got? Oh, Throw obviously, obviously da- Davide Rebelin. He, I think he must've <laughs> retired by now, right? I, well done. That's a great joke that I was also planning on uh, making. I don't shit, think he's, he's retired. Still yet. riding. Yeah. You know, he's done two races this year. Okay, never mind. Sorry. Here's the thing, uh, Tim, about that joke. I also was going to make that joke, <laughs> so I need to know uh, who, who, what rider were you going to use, Tim? Zubeldia. Like it was going to be Zubeldia? right on my Zubeldia pick, but I was like, ah, I'm going to go with Zubeldia because you guys will just say no. I need to get someone that no, you're no, going to no. Say no. I thought you were going to make a uh, somebody who's currently riding who you thought thought was retired. Oh, joke. gotcha. Yeah. Oh, okay. I have Cavendish on my list for that. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Zerburn. Um, so who do you got? No, no. So, so <laughs> in all bring seriousness, it, bring, bring another I, one. What do you got? Oh, in all in all serious, I'm going to go. Um, Oh, ooh, ah, ooh, okay. I'm gonna go with Vino. V- oh, Jesus! Wow. wow, come on. This is gonna be. So I, mean, I was. I'm gonna vote yes for dodgy. one reason here. I'm not even gonna go in results. Vinokurov made cycling really awesome yeah. for me because oh, totally, he was totally. willing to attack everybody. Even at when he won that stage on the Champs Elysees on the last day of the tour, when everyone was doing like kind of the formal parade lap, and he went for it. And I believe didn't it cost like Levi Leipheimer? fourth place yep. or something like some yeah so it was even more awesome that he did it i'm a hundred percent into the veto camp is he dodgy uh, absolutely oh, oh so dirty so dirty and but dodgy. he looked but, really I mean, good in that telecom kit yeah the results are there and the excitement is there all the way Come this on. is where uh, uh, my ethics as a judge really come into play because ethics. i like i don't <laughs> I need to look at the result sheet and I need to think about the, the passion at the time uh, and what he brought to the table rather than how I feel about him as a person. <laughs> oh yeah. You don't think about how he is now as a direct, as no. a team yeah. director sort of thing. You got to think, but I, I mean, also I think, think about this. He won the Olympic road race and then he did the individual time trial and then he rode one more race as a professional, at least according to pro cycling stats. And that was it. Mic drop gone. Yeah. Yeah. That's it's pretty good. That's come on. You can't argue. I'll with give that. him the vote. I'll give him a vote. Okay. Right. Awesome. Vinokurov is in. Thank you. So, guys, so far we have Woo! Zabel, Scarponi, Basso, Ulrich, Simone, Boonin, Bettini, and Vino. I'm going to go next. It's a real rogues gallery. Here. I'm going to go next with Oscar Ferrer. 
Uh, just a no-brainer, yeah, it, mostly because he's the one that beat Eric Zabel three times at Milan San Remo, including the infamous yeah. uh, bike throw photo. He also yeah. was, I believe, what, a three-time world champion? Um, yep. Always crushing it. The only sad part of uh, the uh, the career of Oscar Ferrer, in my opinion, was that he finished on Katusha, uh, which at that time had the worst kits in the world. So Oscar Ferrer, to me, is a <laughs> unanimous choice for the Cycling Hall of Fame from 2003 on. I 100% did not remember he ever rode for Katusha. That's crazy. No, neither did I. Yeah. I, I want to bring a contentious one to the table that I, I have a feeling deserves to be in the hall but may get our first veto i'm not sure i don't i honestly don't know how you guys feel about this rider um so i'm just gonna go ahead and bring bradley wiggins to the table ouch he's done so Uh, much for uk cycling though (laughs) you know we have so many listeners in the uk like this is now we got to start thinking about like you know, our legitimacy for a lot of our listeners. My next pick uh-huh. is also with this in mind. So Bradley Wiggins, eh, eh, you know, I mean, does he deserve to be in like, yeah, because he was on tour. FDJ. <laughs> yeah. That counts just because of that, that video of him falling down <laughs> doing cycle grass. Uh, I think, you know, he gets in yeah. also, he has a gold medal in the Olympics. Yeah. Right? yeah. Like, Let's get- I mean, come on, you can't, I mean, what was Spencer? Is it the contention on what was in the Jiffy bag? Uh, well, there's the Jiffy bag for sure, and there's you know the tour win was was uh, a great victory, but I mean, I suppose we're 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 putting him. He's got a world championship stuff, so I, jersey I, you know. for the ITT. He also he has, has yeah, Olympic gold medal for the time trial as well. Besides the pursuit, yep. um, it's I guess it's weighted like is that one tour really the only thing he's got on the road enough to get him he's got the tour of california also in 2014 oh yeah that's that's true (laughs) it's got a fourth place i mean in terms he was a good story in terms of a rider we could all kind of relate to Mm -hmm. and the transformation was interesting but let's admit it Froome could have won that tour that wiggins won yeah no it's true it's the tattoo sleeves that i like that was like the trend you know if you want to talk about a transitional Mm -hmm. rider from like he got really cool and hip near the end of his career, right? Because he's like, oh, man, I'm like 30. I need to get tet- like sleeves <laughs> fully done. I Yeah, I mean, I'm having a hard time. I don't know. You know, he's obviously a great rider, but uh, Hall of Fame? I'm not going to veto him. I'm not going to put him in on the first round. I'd put him in next year, I think. I don't want him to get uh, yeah. like the the shine of being in on the, uh, the first ballot. That's fair. Yeah, that's, that's fair. Same. I'm, I'm okay with vote, that. I'm going to vote against him. I got I to gotta do it. Okay. Next right. one, Wiggins voted down. Wiggins voted out. No, no need for a veto yet. The next one, though, I am going to come in, guys. I think that we do <laughs> need to. We, I give him a lot of crap over the years on this podcast. I've also met him. Of course, I'm right. talking about Cuddles. Oh, I'm yeah. Cadell Evans. You met him? Yeah, at, at the um at the race in uh uh Cross Vegas. He was there. The dimple in his chin, so lovely. World champion in the 2009 road race, won the Tour de France in 2011, multi-time mountain bike world champion, I believe. If it wasn't for the damn collarbones, who knows how many more races he would have won. Um, I absolutely think that he is a no-brainer Hall of Famer. 
Um, he also got second in the Tour de France twice, 2007, 2008. Um, yeah. The only downside for him, I think, is that he was on that predictor lotto team with the ugliest kit that that team has ever had. <laughs> he was on Seiko uh, with Simone. Oh, man. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. No, he's in the early Seiko days and then Mappe. Um, yeah, I'm voting, man. I, I, I got you know, he's, he's think of Aussie corner, Spencer. Make it unanimous. I know, you know, I'm thinking about it. He wasn't uh, on my radar, but that's kind of how his whole career was, um, where he just uh, impressed you with results after the fact, but you didn't even notice it while he was doing it. And that is the mark of a true professional. I'm going to vote him in. Awesome. And uh, little guy, who do you got? You got anybody good? Uh, do I have anybody good? I, yeah, I, you know, I can think of at least at three other... more people we need to get to before this. Podcast. No, I know, but I'm looking, oh, yeah. I'm looking at my, my wacko list and I'm like, you guys are going to vote it down. Feeling, feeling a little, <laughs> just not feeling confident. Spencer and I got those vetoes in our back pocket. It's so good. Yeah. We haven't even used that yet. We, we can hurt you guys. I, I'm going to vote for, um, uh, Michele Bartoli, uh, because he, he kind of barely raced when we were racing or into racing, but he, he was, when we first got into racing, he was all over the magazine still, because he was still that big star on the way out. And yeah. he was sort of, uh, he just, it was, it was like very Euro and appealing, like these like weird mystery guys that I didn't Holy ever crap. see because I, so he won he's, every monument he won except Paris Roubaix. Yeah. He won everything. He's got it all. He just and barely Milan's glimpsed into our in our since he retired in 2004 so we barely got a little taste of him and but he has a trident classy rider yeah he's got he's he's got amstel i guess i don't know Swift. enough to to vote no on him right like so i'm just I mean, looking so, at the the price sheet here and i'm like all right here's i don't think he would have oh, made tim, me mad <laughs> like tim let me let me help you out tim uh in case you needed uh something to go with uh here to sway you one way or the other he was on the Fossa Bordalo team that had the helmet with the three uh, big holes yeah. on the front. Yeah, yeah he's it. on the Brinko. Yeah, yeah. The Brinko helmet. No, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how I'm voting for him because, um, yeah. So keep keep that in mind, Spencer, that when you're talking about that helmet because yeah. that was going to be part of my pitch for my next rider. So right. I would say Thanks, okay. guys. Bartoli is definitely – okay, we're, we're putting him in because I trust little guy's opinion on that one. Yeah, yeah. He was on the team with no, Bettini. I mean, sort of, he sort of helped Bettini through the ranks or, or right. you know, fought against him. Who knows? Sorry, guys. I just had to take a puff of my asthma inhaler uh, because uh, veto. I'm veto. starting to lose. Uh, lose, lose. Oh. Okay, just a little bit more. Get the subuteral levels up. I, of course, am talking about 22 stage, 22 time stage winner of the Giro d'Italia, 20 time stage winner of the Vuelta Espana, six time stage uh-huh. winner of the Tour de France, won nine stages of Milan of uh, Torino Adriatico, won a Milan San Remo, won Paris Tours. Of course, I am talking about Alejandro Pataki. Alessandro Pataki, one of the greatest cyclists <laughs> in Italian history. Nailed it. Yeah. How are you going to go against yeah. Pataki? Here's the first thing. Spencer already stole uh, my thunder. Right. The Brico helmet with the three giant turbine wins. I've got more cycling sport magazines with Pataki features than anything. I I love this uh, guy. Little guy, do you want to just knock yours out so I can knock it out and we can move on? I mean, Tim, no, it's hard. I mean, I'm looking at it. It's hard, it's hard to argue against a guy who won 148 times, even if I don't care about sprints. But he is currently suspended. <laughs> um, 
he also did that whole weird retiring and then jumping to other team things for a while. That was weird. Um, See, uh, he was on Team Southeast, which I think should just uh, disqualify him immediately. I don't even know who else is on that team. Um, I'll yeah, I'll let him slide, Timmy. Really? 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 Yeah. Wow! I thought for I, sure this. I mean, was, okay, hang on. Now, hang that's on. Two to this one. means that's two to one. <laughs> that, this guy's in. That if I vote no, he still gets in, which means you are forcing my hand here, little guy. I mean, Spencer. At the end of the day, he won 148 races. At the end of the day, he doesn't deserve to be in the in the Hall of Fame because he won a classic. And like Tim said, twenty two Giro stages. I mean, I don't care stages about sprints, but like you can't argue with twenty two Giro <laughs> stages. That's a lot of wins. It is a lot of wins. And he had a nine man train leading him out, and he gets fueled by who knows what. Oh, and he yeah, looked no, really good so, at those Fosso Bordello kits. Here, here's the thing. I'm using my veto on this. He's not getting in. I was a big, big, big fan, as you guys know at the time. But I just, I can't, I can't let it. And I don't think his legacy has held up. uh, uh, You know, yeah, it has not held the test of time. No um, sprinters the way that some others are boring and nobody cares 10 minutes after their Spencer, careers would, are over. I'm sorry. I have, think, I have expended my veto. Do you think you always use a veto on him? Like, am I going to have to find a way to slide him into the Hall of Fame after you use a veto next no, time? No, maybe not. Maybe not. So you're not putting him in the inaugural class? No, Even absolutely Even with his not. Cannot, over 100 stage wins or tour wins. Over, there has to be a price 22 stage wins at the Giro. The veto has been used. You don't need to keep arguing. That's such a bad, bad choice. All right, Spencer, who do you get? Uh, Vito. Keeping in the three-hold uh, <laughs> Brico helmet Fossa Portolo train. Okay. I am bringing who I thought you were going to bring before you brought this tragedy. <laughs> I'm bringing Fabian Cancellara. All right. Yeah. yeah. No brainer. Even though he had a motor in his bike. Let's just, let's just get that out of the way. He had a motor on his bike, but Spencer, I will vote yes on Consolara. I would expect Let me nothing ask, less. What do you think his biggest win was? So he's got three Flanders, three Paris Roubaix. He's got two gold medals. He wants an E3 three times, and he's got a Milan San Remo. What do you think is his best win? Was it when he won the Tour oh, de Suisse, and we were all like, ooh, is he a GC rider? <laughs> Yeah, probably, probably. Now, it's probably one of those E3s, you know? Those are those are pretty important. <laughs> those are super important, man. <laughs> you make it to the I mean, finish if, of that. That's important. That's the thing, is not everybody can make... People don't realize with E3 how hard it is to make it to the finish of that race. Um, so, you know, I think people uh, got to give people more credit, even for lining up and making it, you know, three quarters of the way. All right, guys, we have 12 people so far into our <laughs> Hall of Fame. So, little guy, let's... Let's start getting to our final picks and this initial ones. Who do you got coming next? Um, man, I was just looking at 2001 Fossa Bortolo. That is a <laughs> team full of legends. Yeah, you could just pick legends a name. of dirtiness on there. I got to say, there's some uh, whew, interesting. Who do I have? I'm going to go with Tim's boy. Uh, I'm going to go with Cunego. Wow. Are you going to make me vote against wow. Cunego? <laughs> Whoa. I, I want to hear your argument for this because I think I just on results and and yeah. the, I, the I am, joy he inspired in us for a while there. Guy, he won the Japan Cup had... twice. How is anybody going to vote against this guy? I am a okay. hundred. He's a it's GC true. winner. 
and he has yep. multiple classic victories. Amstel Gold. Yeah. He's got three Lombardias. Three Lombardias. I know. That's One, that's the thing that's the I real mean, kicker. And then, yeah, to me, it's a no-brainer that Kune goes in. Uh, Spencer, I, I get the feeling that you may be voting no on him. You know, I I want to, um, but looking at the Palmer, it's you know, you you have to give him the nod. He is not a Garzelli. Uh he is a, a level above that. And um yeah, I'll I'll give him a I'll give him a pass. All right. Yeah. I mean, for a while there he was he was he was he was he was big time. You know? We he yeah, definitely I had still a drop want... off at the end of his career, but he was he was big time right. there up until like two thousand I don't know, eleven, ten. Right. Like I wanted more from him and I guess that's what what I'm stuck on, but at the end of the day, he, he you know, the results stand up. All right. I'll- so I I I still have a very fond memory of seeing him and Frank Schleck battle for a stage win at the tour like a million years ago, and that's like one of my favorite cycling moments. So here here here's Beautiful. one of my last ones I'm going to put up. All right. 12 stage wins at the tour. 12 stage wins at the Giro. Seven stage wins at the Tour of Switzerland, clearly important, but none as important as 12 stages at the Tour Down Under, because I'm talking about the thunder from Down Under, and arguably the greatest color commentator in cycling right now, Robbie McEwen. You got a sprinter-heavy team, Dan. Yeah, because neither of you (laughs) jokers are going to respect the cyclists that are actually throwing it down. The pocket rocket, Robbie McEwen. You know what my favorite thing is about Robbie McEwen and why he deserves to be in alone? Was that he never had the big sprint train. He was the guy that was bouncing around and did it all by himself and got the wins. I am a huge fan of Robbie McEwen, and I think he deserves to be in the the Slow Ride Podcast inaugural class um, Hall of Fame. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll, uh, much to my dismay with all these sprinters, I'm not really into that. But yeah, his, especially his, his most recent color commentary work, um, he's, he's, he's solid. Class act. What do you you got? Any, uh, you got any more you want to throw down, Spencer? I've got so many more. I thought we would get a lot deeper, uh, into the weeds than we are. But, um, I'm going to, I'm going to knock out some low hanging fruit here. I'm going to throw out, uh, Alberto Contador. Ah. Oh yeah, jeez, how did we tainted not? meat for sure? Hundred percent. Contador's in. We don't even need to get into okay. it that much. Great. Let's let's okay. little guy. Who do you got? Uh, um, it's getting a little thinner on the ground. I'm gonna go with Casa Grande again. A rider that I was really excited about because I never got to see him while he was actually still racing because I didn't have the premium cable subscription. I don't even know who that is. <laughs> Francesco Casagrande? No. Multiple, multiple I'm looking podiums up here. at the Giro. He retired. One Torino. 2005. One Swiss. Yeah. One San Sebastian. He was he was a nearly man uh, of, of Italianness, but also, I don't know. I, well, I don't know. I'm just going to, I'm going to have to rely on the Veterans Committee on that one. So I'm just going to say no, <laughs> because I don't, yeah. know, I'm not giving a pass just because a little guy comes up with some guy I haven't heard of. So I'm going to yeah. say no. Spencer. Come on, you know Casa Grande is solid. Here's the thing: I had a cycling I, magazine in 2004, and it had it had a picture of Casa Grande on it, like an uh, ad for like some sort of seat post or something. And I would stare uh, at that and be like, "Who the hell is this dude?" <laughs> and that's the answer that we needed. I'm gonna have to vote no on this. Um, Maybe do the research. All right. I think I think he could get in on round two, little guy. It's not a bad uh, pick. 
But I think this inaugural uh, 2.0 Hall of Fame, uh, he's not going to make the so cut. So let me. Are, I do. Really I've got a low hanging fruit. I got a real low hanging fruit here, Spencer. Okay, and what I'm are totally you taking it from you. So I'm just gonna just say it right now. Do it. Go. World champion, 2010, ten time stage uh-huh. winner at the Tour de France. Of course, I'm talking about Tor uh-huh. Hushfold. Yes. No brainer. You know I love that. <sighs> You're making it that hard for me, because I wanna. I wanna. I want to pull so, my card, but I can't. Are you gonna, you know? How are you going to bring your veto on Tor Hushfold? No, you're right. I can't. I just. Uh, yeah, I've got a whole list of uh, of guys I wanted to use my veto on that I would for sure, and you guys made me use it on somebody that wasn't on this <laughs> list. So, um, <laughs> I, I don't that. know how, how to feel about that, but I want to bring uh, a, a name that uh, I think. Tim won't really recognize, maybe, but little guy should be in in my court here on this one. Um, okay, but I want to bring Peter Peter Van Pettigem oh. uh, to the table. Yeah, uh, I think I think not quite a sprinter, definitely up little guy's alley. Um, I think this should be a shoe in. Uh, winner of Flanders, winner of all kinds of other stuff. Mm-hmm. Big big Was name, Maypay, like Mapai, Mapai. You, okay. yeah, he was the Boonin before Boonin was Boonin. It was Van Pettigan. PVP. PVP. Yeah. yeah, he was on the farm freets. He was on Lotto. So little guy, what, how should I vote on this little guy? Oh, you gotta you gotta vote for PVP. Cool. He's in. Um it's like I kinda he was the foil to Museo, you know. If you didn't want to vote for you know, Museo. So PVP. Another name. He's in. Another name that needs to be in. When we first started racing in two thousand three, two thousand four, we were learning all the jokes of what it meant to be a cycling fan. One of the favorite jokes I had, or I didn't have, I just picked up somewhere. Maybe it was Phil and Paul. I don't know. But it was about how the French housewives, it's totally a sexist thing. The French housewives loved their Richard Veronque when he was just rolling around in that polka dot jersey for the Tour de France. And, you know, for those two years, Veronque was kind of a no-brainer, especially when you look at his Palmares, seven-time KOM winner at the Tour and seven stages. How can you go against this guy? Oh, you can find a lot of reasons. <laughs> I'm gonna pull my veto. Yeah. I'm gonna pull my veto card on Veronk. I don't like Veronk. Veto card. Yeah, I was gonna say it's out. <laughs> I- <laughs> Very good. Then I, I can abstain from this one since the little guy has vetoed it. I'm just gonna veto him um, right away. Okay. I understand right. the results Perfect. are there, but the the whole the crying, the never coming out and admitting it, and then the comeback winning Perry, Perry tours. No. Right. Yeah. Yeah, Tim, all get, you need to know is that he raced in a Festina jersey. So. Get out of here. <laughs> all right, all right. Who else we got? Oh, then I'll all obviously right. nominate Christoph Moreau. Rode for Festina. <laughs> oh, wait, no. I'm just, I'm messing with you. I, you know, I all understand right. it, I wanna, Tim, but I can't. Okay. All right. I want to do a quick lightning round here, uh, just with some, some lower level names. <laughs> I'm expecting probably none of these to make it in on the first round, but I'm curious if either of you would vote them in first round okay. here. First uh, selection committee. All right. Paolo Salvadelli. The Falcon. Gut reactions. Yes. Let's go. Uh, yes, and here's why. Is because of that descent to I win the Giro. No, no, why. I just that need to know. was worth it. I just need... That one time. Okay. Little guy? Yes, yes. no? Yeah, sure. Salvadelli's right. in. <laughs> See, I'm expecting no's. What's going on here? Carlos Sastre. He won the oh, tour. Yes. He's definitely in. Yes. 
All right. Alessandro Balan. Ooh, world champion. Yeah, that's a tough one. I liked Balan. I don't know though. I don't think he's I don't think he's first round material. I'm sorry. I I Tim? don't even know who he is. So, no. Is it, was he world Lamprey? champion? Okay. Yeah, he's yeah, on Lamprey. Yeah, yeah. One Flanders. Yeah, yeah. I don't see now. I'm starting to like one <laughs> Flanders, yeah. who's up there at Strata right. Bianca. Maybe I should vote for. Here's him. another one. This is a lightning round. We're still in the lightning round. No. Roberto Haras. Oh hell yeah! Of course he's in. You no. get, that's straight from my heart, no. right there. He's not in. Uh-huh. He's not in. All right. Here's another one for the for the committee to consider. David Miller. No. 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 <laughs> no. no. I think it's his All book. Right. His writing no. style just didn't do it for me. No Garmin uh, redemption no. story for old David no. Miller. All no. right. This one, it, I think it's going to be contentious. Yeah, I'm just like, he better be in. And if and both no. you guys don't have your veto power, so he is in. Um, what? No, we both voted. Oh, Spencer can't. He just dominated him. Uh, God, I vote no. But Tyler Hamilton, 100% in. A, Panag- the, the whole, he gave us Panagua as a saying. Second, his book is fantastic. <laughs> Third is, he was the real American hero before he was just beaten down three that liege bastone liege win in what 2002 2003 like, four right before we became full-blown cycling fans was amazing the broken collarbone come on little guy you had a broken collarbone yeah 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 he did he had grit he had all that hamilton is in i don't care <laughs> all right well then all what right. about frank schleck i love how we've gotten this far we haven't even mentioned lance armstrong yet He's no, not we're not going in. to. <laughs> He's the Barry Bonds of our Hall of Fame. He's not getting in. Frank Schleck. So I want. I want to wrap this. Yeah, Frank. <laughs> yeah. No. What? 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 No. no. What about Andy then? Uh, nah, no, not yet. Um. Oh. So I want to wrap this one up with with a with a uh kind of you know how when you were in college and you took your class and they they you know you had the quiz and then you had the final question that wasn't. Uh, it wasn't graded, but it was like more of the essay question instead of a multiple choice. And you really had to think about it. They wanted to know where you stood on uh, on moral yeah, grounds. Like there's no wrong answer here. Well, there <laughs> is, but um, I want to know, does this Hall of Fame, is it on results? Is it on what this name did or meant to cycling or how it's written in stone in the annals? Like, does that get you in? And this name is going to be Floyd Landis. Oh, I because, know well, he doesn't get in. Is it? Is the Pete Rose <laughs> of of cycling good? Is that a big enough name to put you in a Hall of Fame? So, the results aren't there. Is it this is well, first off, the results were there before they were taken away from him. Um, so many California. They, wins. they were taken away from him in the wrong way possible. He just had too many beers the night before. By the way, yeah, well, we've all been there. Tyler's twin is also getting in, but that's a that's a side point. <laughs> but Floyd Landis, that's so a very good one. That's straight. That you're going straight for my heart, bones. I hear a little uh, Spencer. I don't think I would vote for him on the first round. Maybe even the second time his name would be up. But eventually, he is going to get in because of his contribution to cycling for what he did to tear down the Omerta. And I know we perpetuate Omerta because I'm sitting here listing off these great cyclists that were a hundred percent involved with doping that he brought down. Oh, yeah. But I will say that, um, that one stage when he drank all the water, the most contentious <laughs> tour stage of all time uh-huh. in the moment, in the moment alone, the feeling that I had watching that live 
with Phil and Paul couldn't even ruin that stage for me. That's how <laughs> awesome it was to see. Cause to go from the ultimate low from the day before when he totally cracked to the next day, somehow yeah. winning that was yeah. a hall of somehow that was a hall of fame worthy performance. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, for okay. his blood bag. Yeah. Little guy, I am sensing you're a no, I, I'm a on no this one. right now yeah. too. I'm a no right now. I'm a no. Okay. I'm a no. I'm just going to, I'm going to wrap this up. Uh, sorry. I know this is your segment, Tim, <laughs> but I want to, uh, I just want to, uh, I've, I've pulled up my picture of the, uh, of the world cycling DVD collection that I have. And the, uh, the 2006 tour de France is here. The 12 hour version, uh, Floyd Landis, uh, on the cover and you know how it always, um, had that nice little tagline on there for every video, this one hero or villain. And I think, uh, I think Uh, that sums it up nicely. So let's do a quick recap of who is in the hall of fame guys. (laughs) Eric Zabel, McKelly Scarponi, Ivan Basso, Jan Ulrich, Gilberto Simone, Tom Boonen, Paolo Bettini, Vina Koroff, Oscar Ferrer, Cadell Evans, Bartoli, Cancelera, Cunego, Robbie McEwen, Alberto Contador, Tor Hushvold, PVP, Veronk is did not make it, Sal- oh. Salvadelli, <laughs> Sastra, and Hamilton. Voted no were Heimar Zubeltia, Garzelli, Bradley Wiggins, Alejandro Pat- Alessandro Pataki, because Spencer had used his veto, and Richard Veronk, who little guy used his veto. I still have my veto, um, so I'm looking here. No one. You guys also <laughs> voted down a few a few weirdos of mine. Yeah, you yeah, to even yeah. mention. I you probably haven't even down. heard of them, so you didn't even. Know I didn't write. I didn't know how to spell their names or mispronounce their names even. Um, so there you go. I think that's a pretty solid attempt. So I think now what we need to do is every year, you know, we'll be able to start adding another five or six riders to this Hall of Fame and we will get to a solid booking. Now, the next part, guys, is we need to determine where this Hall of Fame is going to be located. But I think that will be Mm -hmm. the next time on the Slow Ride podcast. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, like it with that. Start looking for. We'd like to thank all of the listeners and supporters of the Wide Angle Podium Network. Please do check out Grodio for the fantastic conversation about the Mid-South gravel race in Oklahoma. We'd also like to thank our friends over at Works. Go to yourcleanbike.com and use the promo code GEARUP to save 15% on your very own Hydrosot power cleaner and a variety of other tools. We'd also like to thank Grimper Brothers. Head to wideanglepodium.com slash coffee to get your very own um, new blend. And this is Tim in Orlando. This is Matt in Minneapolis. And this is Spencer in Boston reminding you to always wave at your fellow cyclist that you see across the road riding by himself. The Slow Ride Podcast. Bikes, advice, and rumors straight from the source. TheSlowRidePodcast.com and on Twitter at TheSlowRidePod. Thank you.